At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Morning DNA for December 14th, 2020. Uh, I am Aaron Dicer, the man of a no longer single black shirt. Uh, she is Danae Says, uh, or Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. And uh, we're Good here morning. to find out what this morning is made of. And yeah, look. <gasps> You're doing it. Yeah, I done messed up. You know, part of me was hoping that your story about wearing a new shirt last week the complications therein mm-hmm. yeah. um, that miraculously somehow you were going to have a, a dragon shirt show up. I don't I don't know when that shirt's going to show up. I will wear it and I will wear it for five shows when it shows up. Now, that's be- but you didn't actually order it because it was a, a hack site. Right. No, I mean, the one that the facsimile that I found that <gasps> would uh, not. Uh, that's right ruin my credit card uh <laughs> or life so yeah we don't know yes. what it would have done yes exactly yeah how are you you doing all right yeah i'm doing okay. really good i'm feeling it's um, been a week it's been a week last week well this is a new week last week was one of those weeks it was it had some pretty awesome highs and mm-hmm. some pretty nasty lows but sure. uh yeah i'm looking forward to uh, calm of something new yeah there's already some comments um coming in about your shirt so let's dress mm-hmm. up polly sure. but it's still a black shirt correct and craig says it's still black yes it is um and jcd says but it's not the black shirt so let's just clarify he's still gonna wear a, the one that was voted on he had to, had to buy a new one from a site that wasn't a hack site because the one that we found was shady and I guess I should should say again, every time we mention this, thank you so much to our amazing um, mm-hmm. members of Team DNA uh, who pushed us to this place. We appreciate you. Uh, if Challenges you, uh, us with that's right. great if, new heights. <laughs> if you, if you want to be a member of Team DNA, that's at patreon.com slash studio DNA. And uh, it's just one one level, DNA five bucks a month. And, uh, and you and yeah eight people eight people to go uh eight oh, more oh until of, we're playing D D together until we're uh we're doing some D for you i'm very excited about that was the that was one of the highlights of last week for me was my of course i mean is anyone surprised was my mm-hmm. D session i did something absolutely game breaking last week uh that flipped my game all sorts of ways and mm-hmm. my my players are loving it so i was on a storytelling high and then immediately a, a horrible crash of migraine and headaches. And Man. so I'm, but I'm feeling back to normal today, which is great. Speaking so. of going from lows to highs, uh, your microphone has made the trip from from low to high. <laughs> Man, my beloved dad, he tried to fix the the mount. Yeah, but it, it just didn't hold. It didn't. It didn't hold this little thing he, he stuck in there. It was, you know, able right. to stay up. But, right. you know, 
It needs a pill. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> some Mike Agra. It needs a Mike Agra. Uh, mm-hmm. That'll be potentially the next stretch goal for our Patreon. Is That's right. Let's, yes. let's fix some, Danae's microphone. Some audio pharmaceuticals for uh, for, <laughs> Danae's, for Danae's microphone. Uh, yeah, not yeah. a bad idea. So my week was crazy. How was yours, though, last week? I'm just going to. This been, is a show now, guys. It's just been. How does this work for you? No, that's perfect. <laughs> I mean, you know, incentive. I can't imagine. It, it doesn't. <laughs> there's, there's no problem there. I, I can't imagine why anybody would have an issue. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it I can picks, do it this. It picks you up pretty well. So, yeah, I think you Maybe could I can just do, do this. That. I just can't yeah. move very much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very hard for me to do. I can't stay still. The uh, what? The um, <laughs> the the holidays happening over just kind of, you know, coming through COVID in our house with my parents and just that like my world has just been like a jumble. And so uh, I'm not even sure I know how to answer that question yeah. other than better. I guess That's good. like, you know, like things are better and everybody's, you know, coming along and and, uh, you getting, know, Christmas you're, you're is a couple well. weeks away. Yeah. So less than a couple weeks away now. But yeah, I know this is this is the week where you realize if you're mailing something, it has to happen now. Mm-hmm. Like my yeah. brother, I have or something for my brother. Something. Yeah. Um, I, I bought him a lapel. Well, no, it's not a lapel mic. I think it's actually like an ear mic. Uh-huh. For his Twitch streaming, so that he can go wireless rather than be, you know, wired to his computer yeah. and have it come unplugged, because he does Twitch from a, a workshop. He's Kafidget is his Twitch handle. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I have to mail that to Arizona so it gets there in time for Christmas. I was just thinking about that today. Like, ooh, yeah. I got to get some stuff to the post office. I'm not looking forward to going to the post office though. Right? So. Yeah, or anywhere. I got to figure out how to kindly ask my husband to do it for me. You know, be like. Hey, babe, since you're going to be out, want to go there too? <laughs> yeah, uh, my wife and I, because uh, who knows why, uh, except that I'm insane, uh, decided to watch the movie Contagion last night. Uh, so <laughs> we're just like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> it's so prescient and you know, nine years ago. And it's just like, oh, look, this is how it's going to happen. The thing was, the one thing I saw this time going through now that I've been through a global pandemic or am going through a global pl- pandemic is that in that movie, the virus is very much uh, very quick acting. And uh-huh. that's the only part of it where I was like, oh, actually, that doesn't give as much time for transmission. One of the, the issues with the, the virus we have now is that there's all this time you could be passing it along. that You don't even know you have it. Right. And they didn't in this movie. And so I was like, oh, that that's the only part of it that's a little bit weird. But other than that, man, there's this there's this time where it just shows like all the empty places like, you know, gyms and that okay. kind of just like, OK, okay. this is our life. It's and there's one real. Point, there, there, He's on the news talking about wearing masks and social distancing and like nobody had heard the phrase social distancing in 2011. <laughs> but here it is in this movie, you know, and I'm just like, oh, that's our life now. So people had heard uh, yeah. of social distancing. Um, Aaron's going to apologize for his, uh, his camera, which is having trouble focusing correctly today. So you're just going to have to ignore. I, f- I found the only fixes to just, you know, get right up in <laughs> get it. Get in there. And make it see my face. It's my face is right here. Does it not look like a face? Come on. <laughs> uh, going back into the comments, Archimedes Amazon says, Danae, as a mechanical engineer, may I recommend a little bit of duct tape? I don't know that that's going to work. No, I have to actually, no. it's, it's, it's the fulcrum. There's like this fulcrum here and I mm-hmm. have to, I think the only solution would probably be rubber bands. Cause I'd have to figure out how to 
Yeah. Like get it to go. I don't know. A new mic stand probably coming yeah. attached to the desk below you probably or something like that. But Nick says Amazon shipping has made me lazy and I always forget that mailing things takes longer. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. You, you order something on Amazon. Poof. It's there in a couple of days. That's just not real life. <laughs> that is not real life. Uh, thank you, Craig. Aaron missed a hair shaving. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I did. I did get a, a shaving mirror for the shower. I've never had one, and oh. uh, and so I'm surprised I missed one. But yeah, yep, fun stuff. You ready to uh, shoe a dough, Danae? Want to uh, get into this thing? Yes. Okay. Uh, we like to kick off Mondays with a little FAQ, some friendship application questions. Uh, this is a friendship application questionnaire that Danae put together uh, back in her youth when she was uh, working My the grind youth. of a call center. And, uh, it was not out that long ago. I'm super freaking <laughs> young, okay? This, I, I didn't say when back. I, it could have been three, three weeks ago. You it don't was know. Just a few weeks ago, guys. You don't know. Um, but she's taking us through the questions so she can find out if uh, we can be her friends. So, what is the question okay. today, Danae? I want to clarify slightly. We're going through these no. questions because we're shocked at my ridiculousness even mm-hmm. then. But then also, we want to, like, we're going to vet these questions, make sure that we can post them for everyone as an actual Google form that people can fill out. <laughs> that is true. That's going to be fun. Okay. Just embrace the verbal reality. This is... you're, you're going to call <laughs> us from your friend list if we don't answer these correctly. Okay. Well, that's true. Um, bonus question. This is the final, this is the final uh, multiple choice. And then we're okay. moving on. We have so, reached the end of the multiple choice. Yeah. What and do you got? It says bonus question. What type of control do you have? Mm. Okay. Atmospheric. Okay. Booty. Okay. Moose poo. Um, okay. And all of the above. Now, mm. this was based on, if I remember correctly, a joke that we had going around the call center at the time. Hilarious because, joke, obviously. Okay, because let me just tell you real quickly an uncomfortable story about moose poo. <laughs> You know, you know, you're watching the morning DNA when you hear the phrase. Let me very quickly tell you an uncomfortable story about moose poo. That's how you know the show that you have have set out for. So anyone who's worked inside like a call center or like a company, you know that your com- your computers are often on lockdown and you can't actually just search online for whatever. Like there's certain there's re- website restrictions. But every once in a while they lift or something happens and you find like a little way in. And so we were Googling something and somebody had talked about moose poop. And I, for whatever reason, just start Googling moose poo. And it became this hilarious joke. Now, moose poop is interesting because you would think that it would be like. Is it, Danae? Is it no, interesting? it really is. Because Cut. you would think that moose poop would be like. like okay, I, have, I had a St. Bernard at the time. Uh-huh. St. Bernard poop. Huge. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, it's like a big pile. Right. Mo- moose poop is more like bunny rabbit. Yeah, it's pellets. It, it they, they have pellet poop. And this, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, and still to this day, is mind-boggling to me. Well, this often happens with animals who uh, graze. How do you have little pellets popping out of that giant? If you, if you ate grass every day, and that was like your <laughs> diet, you, you'd do pellets too. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I just ended up searching for moose poop. And then it was one of those searches where guys judge me all you want, like 18 pages into the search of of us just laughing and laughing and laughing Mm -hmm. together as a group. There was an inappropriate picture. And then we all just 
we like we couldn't control ourselves after that. Mm-hmm. We're like kids and just making stupid fart jokes or whatever. Yeah. So that's why Moose Poop is on this list. Got it. So uh, I think the only a- answer is atmospheric booty. Moose Poop. You know, maybe it's all of the above for me. Not only is it all of the above, it's kind of all the same thing. You know, you like know, that's uh, interesting. you can good have point, a- atmospheric uh, control uh, yeah. through booty control and also yeah. Moose yep. Poop. Yep. 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 That's the only answer. Yeah, that, think, that, yeah that completes the uh, the um, multiple choice. We're going to be going nice. on to SI, essay style questions next time. Uh, I don't know how we're going to do that on the show, but we'll we'll have a go at it. That's it. Oh, I know. I know how we'll do it. Are people going to actually be writing their answer. Be- people are going to write their answer. Like you know, this is important. <gasps> this is valuable. What I'll do then is I'll put the question up on the screen then. Yes. So you guys can read it and have time to respond. Mm-hmm. I think that's a. That's a very good idea. Uh, we're going to get into it. The DNA in you will have a D topic and a topic and a U topic, several U topics if you want. Um, so Danae is the D topic. I'm the A topic and you're the U topic. If you have something you want us to talk about. Or a question. Um, yeah, topic or a question. Anything goes, uh, you can ask. And that is uh, the letter U at the beginning. If you want us to spot it in the comments, uh, we should be able to see it there. Um, so make sure you put it there. Uh, all right, today you're kicking us off. Okay, 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 okay. What I'm is ready. your topic for today? Well, when have you impulsively returned? Oh, wait a second. That okay. was my last week. Yeah, that, that was a week ago. When have you impulsively returned to, to the topic same question? question? <laughs> That's so weird. I changed it. Maybe I you didn't save didn't it. Hit save. Okay, yeah. hold on. Hey, Aaron, uh, do something while I type. <laughs> was that quick enough? Was that uh, was that long enough for you to mm-hmm. to type? No. You want to see my that coasters? That was so short. That was way too short. These You're, are my what? coasters for my for my office. Are those actual playing cards? No, they're coasters. I'm having this difficult time where I'm supposed to be typing a question, but I'm super engaged <laughs> in what you're showing. <laughs> Listen, I don't know how to walk that balance. How do I walk the balance where I interest everybody but you? You are like the easiest person to distract. How do I distract everybody else but not Danae? That is the, that is the question. Okay. I guess I could th- look through the... Um... Okay, let's see if it's worked. Here we go. There it is. Okay, have you ever bought a gift for a friend, but kept it for yourself? Because we did. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, I ha- don't usually do this. I-, I have been tempted with a couple of gifts that we've gotten for for people who have kids. Now that I have a kid, I'm like, oh, this would be so cool for Iris. And like want to keep it for her. Uh, doodle pad, for example, things like that. I've had to pause and say, no, 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 no. I'll come back to this later. We'll buy mm-hmm. you one later. Yeah. But this weekend, um, my husband's family uh, was in town and they quarantined for two weeks. We quarantined for two weeks. We made sure that we were as safe as possible before actually seeing each other. Now we haven't seen them in years. I don't think I've seen, um, I mean, maybe, maybe it's probably been five or six years now. So it's been a long time. And, um, they have kids. We have a kid now. And so it was the first time that the, our little ones were actually going to be able to play together. So we were all very dedicated to seeing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, leading up to the event, I wasn't feeling well. And so we weren't quite sure last minute if we were going to change plans, which basically means that my husband didn't start the slow cooker for the ribs uh, in time. So mm-hmm. we had to kind of like quickly switch gears and go instant pot route. 
Yeah. However, there were so many ribs, they couldn't fit in the Instant Pot. So I said, hey, good idea. They want an Instant Pot. Let's go buy a new Instant Pot. We'll use it and then give it to them. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that that's offensive. It's like, hey, here's how it works. Take it home with you. We'll clean it. You don't, like we're not going to give them a dirty, nasty instant pot. It's sure. only been used once and for the meal they're eating. So that's probably going to be okay. As soon as Justin opened, he's like, actually, I kind of like this size. I think we're going to keep it. <laughs> so <laughs> we now have two of them mm-hmm. one a smaller, more appropriate size for a family of three, and then one a larger one that we can use for bigger events, which is fine. But that's not the intention. That's not why he went to go get it. Sure. And it's kind of the first time we've we've done that so yeah i'm i'm trying to rack my brain on that i'm not coming up with anything uh off is that the because top. you're a better person than us <laughs> i think basically what i'm saying is i'm better than you and you need to grow up um, uh, rude lolly says yes last week bought a selection of hot chocolates but then i wanted hot chocolate <laughs> no, i did go back and buy a second one for the friend that's the thing it's mm-hmm. like you get it and you're thinking, hmm. Like, okay, I have a situation right now. Legitimately, mm-hmm. we bought a we bought a gift for uh someone's birthday, a, a, ch- a children's birthday. And then the parent of the child stopped talking to me, won't return my calls. So I'm like, what do I do with this gift? So mm-hmm. I'm going to put it in the toys for tots and then just be done with it. Sure. <laughs> like, Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, my mom's done that, says J.C. Davis. Granted, not necessarily kept for herself, but she's bought a pizza pan as a gift and then changed her mind on who she gives it to. <laughs> I think I've probably done that, uh, where it's like, oh, maybe this would be a better gift for such and such kind of thing. I guess um, that's true. I've done that, too. But this one felt it, so different because we go in going, we're going to give this as a gift. Like, that's a really cool, like, hey, Merry Early Christmas, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Nope. I, I have definitely done the thing where it's like given a gift that I also want and maybe even more than the person I'm giving it to, yeah. you know, like that kind of thing. Um, I'm having a memory that. of um, one of those white elephant gift exchanges that you bring a, a gift or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I brought a, um, well, actually, I can go get it. Can I do a show and tell? Sure. Cool. You do read a question. Thing. I'll be right back. I, I, what it's am just I doing? in the other room. Just read another what? comment, you know? Or, oh, or... read a comment. Sure. Yeah, I, I, can, I know how to read comments. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. No, you said question. It kind of threw me off there for a second. Uh, Elizabeth says, I'm supposed to mail off a gift to my friend this week, but I'm th- uh, thinking of keeping it for myself. It's a foot massager. That's a good one. That is a good one uh, to do. Speaking of gifts that uh, that I got for somebody uh, or that we had, like when you're married, do you say you get it for your spouse or you just, you get, you just, get it for each other i don't uh, know how this works but it depends on what kind of gift right so this was a uh a massage gun and uh it is it is Ooh. one of those like high intensity like percussive um, oh i know what you're talking things. about and uh my wife really really wanted one and so uh i got her one for christmas and uh we've definitely you know taken turns uh you know Beating the muscles uh, <laughs> within an inch of their life okay, this in our shoulders like a and back, personal. and uh, and so it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I got it for somebody else, but uh, but also really uh, really glad this is in the house now, um, kind of thing. So yeah, okay, I that feeling. So at the white elephant gift exchange party, this is what I this is what I picked up at a store. Hmm. It's this like metal glass amber thing, and then this 
It section. looks like uh, it looks like it's something that uh, Doctor Who like should medieval. be saving the planet from. This That's part it looks this like. part pops open now even more. Now even more, it looks like uh, <laughs> and like it's something for a tea that's light. To take over the world. So whenever yeah. you put you know a candle in it, it glows all rad and amazing. Okay, so nobody nobody wanted it. Like the person who opened it, they're clearly like, uh, cool. So it's like I'm stealing that back because I went last. Mm-hmm. So I stole my own gift. Listen, back. we could do a whole show on uh, strategy for gift exchanges. <laughs> like you know, I this love is, this thing. This is something I've I've definitely invested my time in. Um, uh, I had slap. to mention. Hold on a second. Let me yeah, move. no, that's why I was just going <laughs> to okay, mention go, that okay. one. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> uh, slab says, "Keep the foot massager. Let your friends suffer in." defeat uh oh that's funny because this is the one that i was going to do from slab nice. which was that is the ship that superman came to earth on. <laughs> that is true as well slap killing it this morning slab, uh, slab the third member of the show uh for sure um yeah so i i think for me that's it's more of the second thing than the first i can't i just can't remember a time where i bought something for somebody and was like uh, no you're staying with me kind of thing so yeah i i'm i'm okay with our decision ultimately Oh, of course. Um, unless they watch the show, they didn't know they were going to get it anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lolly says, this year I got my sister Jojo Rabbit on DVD. My sister bought Jojo Rabbit for my brother. If one of them doesn't buy me Jojo Rabbit, I will be disappointed. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you dropping hints? And by hints, a very clear email. Outlining uh, <laughs> your expectations. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Ultimately, I don't think there's anything like horribly wrong especially if you just realize that the gift needs to go to a different person and unless you've told the person that it's coming and you just don't give it to them maybe that's the only time it crosses a line but what a weird thing yeah i just wasn't expecting that to happen this weekend i was so out of it though like recovering from migraine and just in this like haze like i don't care what you do i have a vague memory of a gift, you know, not not a not a gift exchange like white elephant or anything, but actually just like giving Christmas gifts with family. Of I think sister in laws that you know like opened their gift and was like, um, why don't we just keep what we gave each other? Like they both were like, you know what? Actually, let's just keep what we got each other. <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> You know, you know, it should it should just be like, okay, buy the presents for yourself. Right. That's what it was. That's what it ended up being. Yeah, just get the present for yourself yeah. then, which is fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like you're both agreeing, let's just spend money on ourselves together. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what What is it? Uh, uh, I can't remember the saying. But it's not, it's maybe, misery loves company is not the saying, but it, it's okay. like that. There's a saying like misery loves company, but for gift giving? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> no, but yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, all right, you want to move on to the A topic? Let's do it. Uh, what is a do-it-yourself project you're super proud of? Uh, something that you can remember can be any time in your life where you decided to try to do something yourself that you'd never done before, and you are either either super proud of the way it came out, or it just came out so bad that you have to tell us about it. I would love that, too. Ooh. I mention it because usually in our house, that is my wife. She is the DIY she's person. Amazing. Like, she's incredible. She'll be like, something will need like changed in the car engine, and she'll be like, let me check YouTube first, because oh, yeah. there's a possibility I can do this. I think uh, one weekend, didn't she like... Fix your washer and dryer, replace like something with your refrigerator and your vehicle. Mm -hmm. 
And then just a few weeks ago, she's like, I'm just going to replace this entire shower system in, in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Ripped that out was this wall. year. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's she was just like, I'm going to replace the shower down here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and she does. <laughs> and she did. Yeah. And she's not one of those people that starts it and then gets frustrated and stops. Mm -hmm. She's determined to actually complete it. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that is my wife, and for whatever reason, we had a situation. And I don't need to go into necessarily the details, but I felt like we should replace light fixtures uh, in our guest bedroom. There are two light fixtures in there, and uh, I was like, "Okay, I I really wish there were different lights in here. Let me pull up YouTube and see how hard it is to change a light fixture." Turns out, it's super easy. <laughs> It looks super easy when you look at it on YouTube. I cannot wait for this. I cannot no, wait. No, but seriously, it, it should be super easy. Um, I did not realize this. My thinking was, okay, I'm going to have to know like how to do electricity. Like I'm going to have to run electricity. Yeah. Like what if the light fixture I get needs different electricity than the one that's in there? Like are there yeah. different wattages, all that kind of stuff? This is what my brain's doing. Turns yeah. out it's all standardized. None of that none of that matters. Everything is in the light fixture itself. It's just a black wire, a white wire and a ground wire. And no matter what light fixture you put up there, you just attach yeah. the wires and put it back in there. No matter which one, you don't lick them. Well, that is step number 1. Is that turn what you did off, wrong, Aaron? Turn Aaron, off the did electricity. You, did you? <laughs> step number 2, don't lick the wires. Um You didn't actually forget to turn off the electricity though, right? Or lick the wires. No, I didn't do okay, either okay, of those okay. things. No, we 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 killed the breaker, um, and okay. so we were going. You're doing good. We we were going in there, took down the ones that are that were up there. Good, yeah, yeah. And there were these. Um, I can't remember the base that holds it all in. There were these screws in that base that we needed to get out so we could put the new fixture, you know, up in there, and they were not coming out. And see, here's the thing: when you do it yourself, right? It's you're gonna have to problem solve. It's never as easy as it's supposed to be. Never. It's there's always going to be at least one moment where you're like, okay, I gotta, you know, I was I, something unexpected has happened. So there are these screws up there, and we decided. <laughs> the order... terrible thing is you don't have a professional going. This is when you stop. <laughs> I will tell you exactly what the professional would have told us after we screwed it up. Oh no. So we were like, okay. It's hard to get these screws out. The best thing we could probably do is take that fixture out of there, like the the port that it goes in. There's okay. a couple of screws holding it in. We'll just pull that out so we can get at those screws a little better. So we unscrewed the port thing, pulled it down, only to realize that that is something that is screwed in before the ceiling goes on because oh. it has a bracket that goes over like this, you know, a bar. And then it screws into that. So if you're going to go up through the fixture to screw it in, you have to perfectly place this bracket, which isn't locked into anything. It's just hanging on this bar. And you have to go up in there and get those screws and have the screws grab that bracket on one side and, and like get it back in. It's Im almost impossible to get that thing back up in there. And so within the first five minutes of <laughs> trying to do this thing ourselves, we had irrevocably <laughs> harmed the situation <laughs> so now you're like okay ceiling repair google ceiling repair uh, do you have yeah, to no, repair honestly, your ceiling there there was a moment where i was like we have to get a saw and we have to like cut out our ceiling and we're gonna have to like replace our ceiling um <gasps> like like we're just trying to figure out like all this stuff on what to do 
So we worked on that for several hours. Oh, okay. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Now, is this a room where you can come in from like the attic from above and try oh, no, to fix it? No, this is in the basement. So we would have mm-hmm. to go through the floor. Okay. <laughs> That's a great question. That would have made it. That would have made it a lot nicer if we could have gone from above somehow. Oh no. Uh. So oh, yes. No. So after after several hours of working on this, uh, we decide to. Stop. There's two of them. No, we said there's two of them. <laughs> let's go ahead and do the other one. You know, let's let's the, the leave right this, way. Leave this and let's n- do the other one. Like learn from our mistakes. Like okay, let's give yeah. it another go. Let's right. see if we can come right. back in here or with fresh eyes and new perspective and at least you know do the second one. Let's really accomplish well. something. Feel good about ourselves and then you know come back to this other one. So wait, are there are there like bits of ceiling on the floor now? Oh. Oh yes, in in our <laughs> eyes and in our lungs, and yes, oh of course, yeah. There's, oh, no. there's asbestos just coursing Hold through on. our veins. I, yeah. I just I just realized something, Aaron. Yeah. Your question is, what is the DIY that you're proud of? <laughs> just, the, just yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Listen, the bigger the challenge, the higher the reward. Oh no. So so we go to work on the other uh. one. We get it down just fine. We get the screws out of there just fine. Turns out it's pretty easy just to like grab like a wrench, like a holding wrench and turn them that way if you can't, you know, use a screwdriver. Okay. So we get them out of there. We put in the new bracket. Well, first of all, it's, you know, smaller problem than our first problem. The whatever bracket was in there before had kind of pulled the the port together. So the, the screws weren't lining up correctly. So we had to like brace and pull it apart and get them in there and that kind of thing. And then the light fixture is one where those screws come down, you put it on, you twist it on. You know, like the screws come through and you twist it on like a twist on kind I, of thing. I, no, no, but I'm okay. with you in a different way. Well, the screws didn't come down far enough. And so we couldn't put the light fixture on. We could get it. We could see the screws through there. We just couldn't get it through. And so I spent probably, and this is maybe the 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 proud moment, but I, I spent. <laughs> this is maybe. We're maybe, not sure. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I, I spent like 10 minutes like just efforting. Like, you know, like, you know how you'll hear tennis players during a match be like, uh, 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 this is, these are the sounds coming through the room. It's, a, it's more like, uh, like I'm like, I am he-manning this thing, trying to get these things through. And so I finally get them through enough and I get them just to catch. And then you have to turn it. Right. And so then I'm like, Whoa, Whoa. and I'm like trying to turn this, <laughs> this light on. And so why is there no video? <laughs> Uh, we like if you don't work out or anything this is like a big effort right right yeah well and here's the thing about working on anything on the ceiling is your shoulder muscles are dying they're just burning because you know i mean just try to hold your hands up for five minutes even if you're not doing anything with them like your shoulders will start burning if you're as weak as i am but um but anyhow yeah so so, you're like hulking out on this thing so yeah so congratulations wait i don't know the end of the story yet i guess (laughs) that's right maybe you want to wait uh no but we eventually got that one on it worked we had that sense of accomplishment we're like all right back to this other one and i had this idea uh to use thread with a weight hanging on each end to go down through the holes in the bracket and then down through the holes in the thing so we could line it up easier smart 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 and that was eventually the answer and we were able to screw that back in there get the other one on. And it was funny because 
<laughs> we got the other one on and I thought it was as tight as the first one we did. And so I'm putting it up there and I went to go like that. And it wasn't not tight at all. It was really loose. And I was just like <laughs> wrenched the whole thing out of the ceiling. In fact, we had to tighten it up a little bit more on the other side. But uh, but oh, yeah, so we God. got those in and and we are super proud of the job, even though it was crazy. We messed it up ourselves. You know, it was one of those things where it's just like if I could go back in time and not take this thing out. Uh, but yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that Ooh. was that was kind of one part Ooh. of our weekend. That's just that's just one of the stories uh, from, um, from this weekend. Yeah. So I have to tell you, I was so dialed in. I have not been watching chat and there's quite a few. Well, let's stories get to some of them. Yeah, let's in. hear some of these stories. So I haven't had a chance to kind of like glance at them. So who knows what I'm about to pop up on the screen. Um, Archimedia says, um, it's not really DIY, but one day my dad kind of passed these fixing jobs to me saying I knew enough and was skilled enough that I should take over. And that was a proud moment. Yeah. Right. I, and I have to say overall, I think we've talked about this. I'm not that kind of person. That's what was really weird about this situation is I was kind of leading it. Like I was like, I just think this needs to be done. And I looked it up on YouTube and it looks super simple. And can I be honest? It actually should be a super simple thing. I, <laughs> I was, it was really like the installation of your house or something. was awesome. Well, but like I said, there's always going to be problem solving yeah. in any project like this. But I, I was really surprised how easy it is to change a light fixture. I didn't realize that it was plug and play like that. I think after 1986, as long as your home was built after 1986, but yeah. Sweet Chicken Sir says, how many errands does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> one errand and one errand's wife, uh, and occasionally one errand's dad helping by holding a flashlight. Oh, here's the other thing. Allow me to to shed a little light on another part of this story. Uh-huh. Uh, when you're changing all the light bulbs, light fixtures in a room, guess what there isn't in the room? Light! Light, right. So we're working in the dark with flash, like these puny little LED flashlights, right? For hours and hours and hours. And I'm like, man, I wish we had one of those, like, you know, work lights that they have at, like, you know, construction like sites. Construction like sites? construction Like you your know, phone, lights. maybe? Like, yeah, like we tried the phone, you know, that kind of thing. Or, you know, like somebody would have in a studio where they shoot video. and You have light. studio lights right in front of your face right now, Aaron. For hours we're working in there <laughs> I, I i have oh my god so many stand-up lights that project so much great light for but you know what they're for video who would use them oh for my construction god. Aaron i'm just telling Dicer. you man the brain the brain is weird the brain is weird i i'm so i'm so uh tickled by that this like you, this is something i would do that is something i would do yeah oh know. my god uh yeah. let's see let's see uh, Craig says, I hit a sewer grate on a county road and changed my tire all by myself on a dirt road as it was getting dark and my 19-year-old self was super proud. You should be. Changing, changing the your tires, first tire is a big oof, one. That's yeah. a big one. That's a big I mean, the one. first time that my husband changed tire was a huge deal. Uh, he used YouTube. It was the only way. But he did it in a rainstorm. So it was YouTube first, on a screen in a rainstorm. Why is it always it like was, that? The it was first bad. time I changed a tire, it was sleeting and icing in like 30 degrees, uh, and it was on the side of a highway. And I'm just like, I am going to die. Like, you know, this is this is going to be the end of me. Why is it always like that? But yeah, it's what what's the what's the most nerve wracking part of changing a tire? When you lift the car? Yes, that is it, right? Like it's the, I mean, it's the it's jacking up the car, and it's just like, is this going to slip and crush me? Like, yeah, I, it's just wait, wait, I wait. get so you nervous. You should never be under the car while what? lifting I'm, it, though. Huh? Your you're, arm shouldn't be like in between. We'll talk. The... <laughs> we'll talk. Uh, Nick says at the beginning of the quarantine, we refinished our deck. 
sanded, flipped the boards and painted all on our own. It only took two weeks. My wife and I are super proud of how it looks. Hashtag nice. quarantine projects. That is something that's really, um, it's satisfying when you can go and you can experience your your good work on the regular. Like, mm-hmm. like when you're talking about DIY projects, the one that I went to in my mind was when I was a little girl and I took my stuffed animals um, and I created my very own nativity scene and, and I made all of them their own clothes. Mm. That's the DIY project that I went to in my mind. I have a picture of them that whenever I come across it, I'm like, I was so proud of myself because like I had a Timon and Pumbaa um, stuffed animal from the Lion King and, and Timon was one of the wise men, you know, and then like a turtle was baby Jesus and I had all the things and everybody had like little outfits and I just, I worked at it for a long time. I used to do really crafty DIY stuff at my house all the time. Mm-hmm. But in my, but you're talking about like real life DIY adulting stuff. I don't know. I guess I I moved. There's a shelf that I, I have everything set on here in my mm-hmm. closet. They usually would kind of go on on like a bracket. You can kind of see here in the back. Um, and I moved it down to this bottom shelf. And when it was stuck, I took a hammer and I smacked it down <laughs> and I broke into the wall. Hey, it's a little per- percussive. It's, yeah, that's fine. Uh, that's kind of problem sure. solving. Sure. Sort of. By the way, uh, that last one reminded me that uh, my wife also completely sanded and stained our she deck did. this summer. She freaking as well. did. Yeah. That woman. So, um, yeah, she's incredible. Scott says, does gardening count as a yes, DIY project? I think so. 100%. Be- because I think I am the most proud of is clearing an area of my backyard that was uh, brambles and vines. Yeah. And I turned it into a woodland garden bed. Perfect. That's Absolutely. awesome. Yep. Um, Doc just wants to remind you you're not supposed to literally raise the roof, Aaron. That wasn't the problem. The problem was the roof <laughs> The roof was coming down. That was, the, <laughs> if we could have raised the roof, that would have been nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, oh, here's the one from Volk. I got a deer by myself this weekend. Oh, wow. Beside my sister, besides my sister asking me uh, sad deer questions, it <laughs> made me sad. Yeah. I, my, so my grandfather always like he gutted his own deer and stuff. I just, I never got into it, but he was an expert at doing that. He was really, really efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would always get a lot of meat off the bone and everything. And that is something to be proud of. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of good ones. Uh, people are doing JCD says put plywood down on our attic a while back. Uh, we only, uh, stepped through the ceiling twice. So, you know, Hey, if, if you're up in the attic and you only step through the ceiling a couple times, Ooh, my mama doing... did that once. My dad having good light to work in helps. Uh, <laughs> thank you, dad. <laughs> Thanks for the flashlight help. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> it's coming from inside the house. Uh, Craig saying, I can imagine all the G rated swear words coming out of the Dyson basement. Oh my goodness. Then everybody Gee, joins in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Tag nabbit. I bet a, bet a shucky darn or two was heard from the neighbors. Lolly <laughs> uh, says, I would love to hear Mrs. Dicer's version of the story. Oh, yeah. We should get her on sometime. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure she would she would tell the the same story. We were kind of in this one together. There are certainly things in, in our life and marriages with most marriages where we would tell different stories. But uh, this this one, I think we were. Uh, in concert on so yeah wow what an adventure i'm glad everything turned out oh yes for the best 
I mean yeah. that you didn't have to do ceiling repair and stuff because that I can't even imagine. Of course, you know what? Jen would do it. She'd figure out a way to do it. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Uh, all right, let's move on to the you questions, Danae. Uh, and this is, as you might guess, for you. Uh, all you got to do is let us know what topic you want us to talk about. Uh, Put a you question, in front of it, please. What, yes, what question you have for us, and uh, we will go back and uh, look for some of the ones that have happened uh, so far because I saw some people had put some stuff in there mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. the you questions. But yeah, let us know what you want us to talk about. This okay, here's a good question from JCD who says, have you ever bought a gift for someone after Christmas for the next Christmas? I'm asking because my mom does this all the time. It's not a bad idea, but it is way too forward thinking for me. I, I, I can't like I just I'm doing good with late November early December. That's that's when I'm like, okay, let's let's get things, you know, purchased for people. Man, I love this idea because I think there's oftentimes really good sales, but then mm -hmm. at the same yeah, time exactly. I, I think about I see sales throughout the year. There's always President's Day or whatever comes up and people have these random sales and maybe they're not quite like the extra 5% or whatever, but it seems that throughout the year there's always an incentive to purchase something. And so I tend to not do that for for one I think one main reason. I think I'm afraid I'd forget. I'm afraid I would forget yeah. I would have like that I got it, where mm -hmm. it is, what it is, if I wrap it, what was if it? If you so ended up do... keeping it for yourself, you know, any right. of that stuff. Yeah. Right. Um I did I did use sticky notes this year on some of the presents so that I can remember what's inside of them for Iris and then I'll nice. just take them off. So nice. I, I did do that. Um this one comes from Nick. Hey, when? hey, I wasn't I wasn't done with that question. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't. Do I get to answer that question? Nope. Feel feel sad now. Well, and now I forget what I was going to say. So go ahead and go on to the next one. Wah, wah. <laughs> uh, Nick, when do you wrap Christmas presents? I do it early. My wife, Christmas Eve. However, this year she did it last week. I think she may have been replaced by a pod people. By a pod people. By pod the, people. It's weird when the people closest to you change. You know, all of a sudden they they're they're doing things differently, and you're wondering what's going on. What is that like? Human growth. It's weird. Oh man, I'm scared of myself this year because I mm -hmm. have wrapped presents. I yeah. think I talked about it like what a month. Oh, it was before mm -hmm. Halloween. I yeah. had wrapped presents. Uh, our practice again is generally late November, early December, and we wrap them as soon as I say we. My wife wraps them as as you know at the earliest convenience, and then we put them under the tree and they hang out there. I mean, I really wish I could put presents into the tree, but with Iris being so young, she's just, I don't think she can stop herself from ripping you into should them. See, you should see the pictures when we were in a, a dog small child house uh, of Christmas in the tree and presents. We would put uh, barriers up for the tree, like all the way around, like, you know, baby gates and chairs and all sorts of things, and then just see uh, who could you know, get into the tree first, the dogs or the kids and, uh, and then try to reinforce, uh, that wall. So, yeah, we have, we have two, we have one with two things under the tree. One is like a fake present that somebody that we got one year. It's almost like a heavy pillow than the shape of a present. That's just a decorative present. And the other one is a box. It's the first gift box that I used for Iris's first Christmas present. And it's just something easy. She can just open the top and then we just mm -hmm. put stuff inside of it that she could find. And she loves to go over there, open it up and put things in and then give us a present. And so we're, we'll, she'll be like, I got this for you. And we'll open it up and she'll have like crayons and random toys and whatever, you know, in it. And she'll say, isn't it exciting? And oh, I have a special surprise for you. Open it and see what it is. So she's kind of enjoying playing with that. 
Um, I might I, regret that later, but that's what we're doing this year. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I'm just thinking now, too, I mentioned something earlier about the massage gun that I got yeah. my wife. And people may be wondering, well, how are you guys already using that? Yeah, we don't ever wrap each other's presents. If there, as an adult, there's this thing where it's like, it's in the house and I want to use it. Like, why? And I know what you're getting me. Like, why on earth would I wait till Christmas Man. morning? To open my, it. So. My husband's so different. He loves the tradition of Christmas. And, and, and a lot so. of people are. I just. And, and I'm not plus, that way. I'm give it well, to me now. <laughs> and plus, we're not gift people in general. And I think I've talked about this before too. Like our anniversary comes and goes. We tell each other we we love each other. Maybe we go out on a date, but we don't buy each other stuff. Like we just hmm. we we never. I shouldn't say never, but we very rarely do gifts. Birthdays. We we that I could almost say never get each other anything for our birthdays. We just say happy birthday and. It's just, you know, another day to celebrate each other. But yeah, so we're both thankfully not gift people um, because that that would be a tough mismatch uh, with one gift person and one not gift person. Lolly says, what's your f uh, family's weird holiday tradition that you didn't realize was weird until you left home? Hmm. I think mine is Christmas carols. I We used to sing. I mean, Are Christmas carols weird. Oh, I don't. I anytime people came over to our house for Christmas or I've gone to someone else's house for Christmas. Like there was not singing, and so oh, wait, you sing as a we, family. As a family, we would yeah, we get out the we would so get out weird. <laughs> we get out um like we had somebody had you know photocopied their favorite hymns, and so we would get out, and then people would select which ones they wanted. We right. sometimes would go around, and mostly it was my you know my grandpa or my grandma or you know my great aunt. They'd select their favorite carols, we would all sing them together in harmony. So they'd pick their part. We all, you know, and it's it, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, sure, but then also like all the verses. So it's not just like the, you know, the ones that everyone knows. It's the mm -hmm. whole entire thing, every single one of all of these famous ones. And my husband, I remember him coming to our Christmas and he's like, whoa, that was a lot of singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, no, yeah. I think, yeah, I, we we don't, I, I've never had that tradition. So yeah, that's a, that's a fun one. Um that you have that other people uh, don't. I, I'm trying to decide to if I go back to my childhood, if I go to what we do now. Um, or both. <clears throat> or both. It's and, our show. I mean, I think it's easy to go to what we do now because we bake a loaf of pumpkin bread and uh, write Jesus's name on it and uh, sing happy birthday to Jesus. And I think that is maybe something not a ton of people do. Uh, I've so, never heard of it. So, In all the years. It's ours. That's one of our traditions. Uh, so yeah, so that's... That's kind of a fun one for us. Uh, Slab asks, have you ever let the kids open a present on Christmas Eve? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have. Um, that that uh -huh. was a tradition. Uh, it was, it's kind of like an off and on tradition for us. Some years we will. Uh, we haven't lately just because um, we don't we don't have because the kids are asking for more expensive things so they really just have one thing under the tree a lot of times and so it's like i can't i you know what we did for a while is we let them open their pajamas uh we would oh, get them yeah. pajamas every christmas and we'd let them open those so that That's then fine. they'd have new pajamas on christmas morning when all the videos get in taken and the pictures of you know that kind of stuff so yeah i think what we're going to be doing is uh stockings on christmas eve which are kind of like presents just something fun and then on christmas day the the actual like big presents opening and stockings have to be Christmas up, morning you can't you can't do stockings christmas eve okay okay <laughs> we haven't talked about it yet um yeah because in my family we would we would have different because i i live near extended family mm -hmm. my my dad's parents when they were alive they were just in the next you know just like an hour's drive away 
Um, my mom's parents, uh, my grandfather's passed away now, but my, my mom's parents live on the north side of town. So it was uh, every year was just going to multiple places. So for me, Christmas Eve was always a huge celebration at my mom's parents' house where it was like all of the cousins and all of the family, yeah. like sometimes 20 plus 25 people, like all opening presents and children running around. And so I didn't realize that there's like traditional, like you open them on specific days uh, until much later because I always had a lot of stuff going on as a family, which I really love. I love that 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 is part of my history. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Justin and I are trying to figure that stuff out right now. So it's a really good question because we do need to think about what we want to do. My answer, I think, will be um, that we do something special on Christmas Eve. But I think because my husband is such a traditional, like he loves the tradition of Christmas. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not, I would not be surprised if it's every present is on Christmas morning or on Christmas. Yeah. So, um, but my family, we always did something on Christmas Eve. So we'll have to find that balance. It's a good question. Stockings are an interesting one, right? Because <clears throat> you think of how that started in the idea of hanging your socks up by the fireplace to dry you know, kind of thing. Like if you've been out and you just mm -hmm. you hang them up to dry and then and then oh, someone puts something look, inside somebody, of it. Yeah. Put gifts in, in your socks <laughs> for you overnight. Your, like, your, your parents are like trolling you and you're like, oh, thanks for the present. And then all of a sudden it becomes this yeah. like tradition. Well, and originally it was like an apple, like was like the main thing. Like you oh, might yeah. find it like, do I, do I want to eat an apple out of my, you know, dirty wet sock that's been hanging on the <laughs> fireplace? Like, and thanks for making me think about that. Yeah. Uh, here's a question from uh, Volk Tyler. What is your favorite gift that you have given to your spouse or to your child? Now, Aaron, you've got a lot of children uh, to think about and obviously one spouse. I only have two people to think about. So, um, yeah, it's it's hard because each each year we have something, you know, meaningful that we've mm -hmm. done for her. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things I'm really loving doing is that every birthday and Christmas, I try to make sure she gets another book of some kind, something that's like like a special book mm -hmm. that we can read together and then she yeah. can kind of grow up with. But um, I loved getting her her first stuffed animal. That, I think that was kind of a special thing. And we're trying to obviously keep good track of it. Uh, it's already got one ear chewed up from the dog, which was a nice challenge for me to remember that it's not about the condition of mm. the thing necessarily. Right. Yeah, um, It's part of its story now, I guess. Uh, I don't know. That one was really special. Because she still carries it around. We take pictures mm. with it, stuff like that. So, uh, the best, the favorite gift I've given to my children is their life. <laughs> um, so you know that's that should be enough. Um, I can, you know it's hard to for me to kind of identify one. Um, again, probably because I'm not a gift person, and it does it's like not a super meaningful thing to me because it's just stuff. Um, I think more of the moments and the traditions and that kind of stuff. Yeah, like the I, I love that, of it. I, I love that they've all fallen in love with the chocolate oranges for Christmas, which is one of our fun things that, that we've liked to do. Speaking of stockings, that's, you know, the, one of the things we put in their stockings every year is a chocolate orange. That's cool. Yeah. I know that. I still want one. They're great. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Let's yep. see. <laughs> Craig says, last two movies you watch is your are your road trip buddies. Who's your driver, front seat, and back seat company? Um, I can't tell you because it is for my job. <laughs> <laughs> it would give something away. Yeah. It, the the nature of my job is that I watch content um, mm -hmm. and it's for upcoming releases. So I 
I uh, actually can't answer that question. The last two movies I watched, I went on a uh, Steven Soderbergh binge this weekend, uh, the director. And uh, the last two I watched were Contagion, as already mentioned. Um, And then uh, what was, was, I think, uh, Solaris I watched right before that. So I would have uh, George Clooney in the front seat pondering about uh, the meaning of life. (laughs) And then I would have a a very, very sick... um, <laughs> Kate Winslet <laughs> in the backseat getting us all sick and we would all die three hours later. So thanks for asking. Uh, I really I love uh, as the you questions come in, you guys are commenting. I've been so far up in the chat going through the you questions. I haven't had a chance to see them, but um, I just wanted to pop this one up from Caleb who says that the family tradition uh, was to drink boiled custard instead of eggnog. And people seem to find that strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never, I've heard, never of heard of that. That's no. Really, really interesting. Well, and I love, I love what Volk Tyler said as well. You know, claim your weird, claim your quirk. We're basically yeah. doing Christmas claim your quirk at yeah. this point, which is a lot of fun. Claim your quirk is one of our favorite things. So, uh, yeah. lots of comments about uh, traditions and things like that. I'm really enjoying those. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth uh, Elizabeth asks me, Danae, when did you discover your love for D and D? Well, first of all, thanks for asking. <laughs> um, I'm going to do my very best to keep this nice and tight and succinct and not hey, go off in a funny trail. Want. Talk as long as you want. Uh, so the people want to know the first time I played D and D I was, uh, 19 or 20 years old and I was working at a pizza joint with all of my pizza, you know, like college age friends and stuff. And, um, we all started playing D and D every, I think Tuesday night. And that lasted for almost two years. It was super fun, but we had nothing to, we had nothing but time, you know, then, So that uh, ended when my friendships and just life moved on and I went and did other things and and kind of fell out of touch with all of them. Um, But it was a really, really fun story. And I really enjoyed um, playing a different character and being able to explore this imaginative world. And I played this rogue who was a little sneaky halfling who would go in and um, like I was the one who would sneak into a place and like check for traps before the rest of the party showed up and stuff. So I had a lot of fun kind of imagining being that person. Um, But then my passion, as you know it today, started about a year ago, actually. So it's not been too far uh, in the past. Um, I was talking about D&D on a podcast, uh, like listening to a show that I had found. And one of the fans of the podcast reached out to me, who's local, and she's like, my husband is a DM and he's just about to start a game. Do you want to come and play? So uh, I talked with him and just kind of got an idea of like a vibe for him because it's like, you know, you're pl- when you're playing a game like this, you kind of want to know the people that you're playing with. And we just seemed to kind of hit it off. And he and his group of friends and I brought one of my friends with me who had never played before. And we've not stopped since. And then about, oh, I don't know. Uh, four months ago or so, we paused his game and then I started to actually lead my very first game and that is going fantastically well. Um, The passion for it, I will say, is something I didn't expect to be this passionate about it as as the person in charge of the game right now. Um, But it just pairs so well with my imagination and creativity, love of storytelling, um, and my communication style uh, mm-hmm. and my love of game and community. I've never experienced something quite like this before where it's this collaborative gaming experience. I love game collaboration. Um, 
so I did not expect to be thinking about it as much as I'm thinking about it. And I'm, I'm riding that line of having to be really careful to not spend too much time thinking about a game. <laughs> uh, there's a major temptation to just be like, Oh, you know, I have free time. Let me build this really fun idea in this imaginative space for my, my players. They're having the time of their life though. And I get messages from them almost every other day, excited about something that they're thinking about in the world that I'm building. And that's, um, a really awesome feeling to to do something that other people are really really enjoying. So, my passion I think is is now in a different space than it ever has been before. So, um I don't know, I just hope that people kind of find something that they can do. It's also I think important for me to remember that it is my outlet for a relationship right now. Uh in this pandemic where I don't get to go see people, mm-hmm. um this is my social sphere. So, I think uh, one of the reasons I'm super loving it and almost needing it is because it's a chance to connect with my friends online, see each other face to face and crack up laughing and tell really fun stories. And that's for me, like a win, win, win. So, um, it's not always about the game as much as it is about the people that you find. And so I don't know, I hope everybody has something that they can think about in their life where they just are wanting to go back to be around people. Um, I will say this too, my husband, he just started playing online uh, games with his friends. So finding a way to connect online where everyone's doing like a video hangout like this and just, it doesn't seem like it would be uh, important, but then in the moment, it's so fun to just be around someone else, even if I'm in a recording closet, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's an, I think it's an important thing that we all remember is to try to find a way to stay connected. For me right now, it's D&D. Yeah. I wanted to go back to Lolly, who said our stockings hung from a bedpost. We got an orange in uh, with the gifts. It might be a Brit thing. And then she follows up saying chocolate oranges are also British. You're welcome. And I was aware of that. I was aware the the orange thing is a British tradition. And it's always interesting what you kind of pick up from like pop culture. But I think also in England, there's like a Christmas crown that everybody wears. Have you seen this? Like everybody wears like a paper crown. I saw in the show, The Crown, that there was a crown given to the king, like an episode Mm -hmm. one, maybe? Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know that was a tradition. Yeah, I think that's a tradition. I mean, I think everybody, like they have paper crowns and stuff. So I think it was kind of a symbolic thing in the show where it's like he is the crown and they're giving him a paper crown kind of thing. And then there's also like some sort of like... uh, thing they set off like a popper or something yeah uh um the crackers that's that's what i was just talking about i think is is that what you're talking about the the crackers where like you pop them open and then the crown is the crown come out of that or something i don't know listen i'm just saying it's so interesting how the world has become so small and yet there's still so much we don't know about each other's traditions yeah. like it's it's really interesting to me um, so. i want to i want to pop this up because we still have a little bit of time right Aaron? well you know it's our show we do what we want okay 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 because this one's from doc oh wait no wait Wait, wait, where'd it go? Listen, I'm crazy. Sorry, Doc. <laughs> uh, Aaron, do you want a new coach at Michigan? If so, can you send him to the Jets? I Hashtag will... tank for Trevor. Now, I don't I... know what this means at all, uh-huh. if I've just stepped into something major. But he he also said that the sin question I asked, I really want to know what you think. 
Um, yeah. Uh, okay. In a sports. How, uh, do it's I have sports? How long See, did you? T- I'll take the exact amount of time I on, got on to talk sports about that D&D, you did D&D. And you got. To, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like a balance. I went. No, I got really, to go crazy. I don't have a lot to say about this. Uh, in fact, usually when I start talking about football, the conversation gets weird because I have a weird relationship with football right now. Um, so it's one of those things where I have grown up really enjoying it. Uh, huge Michigan fan, all that stuff. And I just, I just wish they treated their players better, uh, both in college and especially in the pros, um, because they are really literally putting their life on the line for the sport that they love. And I know they get paid very, very well. And I'm, I guess I'm more okay with the professional aspect of it because there are plenty of jobs that are dangerous. Um, the difference is it doesn't seem like the, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Anytime you want me to talk about football, I have to say all this stuff, but uh, I don't have to, but I always end up talking about it. <clears throat> but anyhow, as far as Michigan goes, no, I actually want to keep them. Um, so you'll have to wait because uh, I'm not going to pull any strings to to get him fired. I, like, I, wait, 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 wait. You have strings you could pull? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm deeply connected into what? the uh, Michigan athletic system. And uh, basically, I, basically, I call the shots. Don't tell anybody. But, uh, but basically, uh, yeah, I'm... Shh. I'm, you know, I'm the one that got to Juwan Howard for the basketball team to coach, okay, and okay, uh, okay. I'm the reason they've got all those amazing freshmen on the basketball team right now. You want to talk about Michigan basketball? We can talk about Michigan basketball. Um, but well, uh, I mean, you definitely have not been talking about sports as long as I talked about <laughs> D and D yet. So take it, take it away, sir. I mean, the court no, no, is it's yours. Good. No, it's good. Let's uh, let's have Lolly clarify some uh, English traditions for us. Okay. Uh, yes, you pull them open, they bang, and then there's a cheap toy, a paper crown, and a bad joke inside. Uh, they're fun. We pull them at the dinner table. My mom, uh, my mom offered to send me some from England, but we were <gasps> we weren't sure if customs uh, counts them as small explosives. Oh, that's that's true. So, yeah, oh, I knew there was cool. something like that. Like there's yeah, there's like an explosion everybody does and then I didn't realize like all the stuff that comes out of there. I didn't know that that's where the paper crowns came from necessarily, but then I knew there were paper crowns as well. So So something you you have something that you pop open and it's large enough to have all of those items inside. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, America. <laughs> where where's that cool thing? That's right. Where's our explosions on Christmas morning? Come on. So we just want to say thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We go live every Monday at 9 a.m. Central uh, right here, wherever you're watching. We're on um, Twitter, which is Periscope. We're on Twitch, um, YouTube, and Facebook, although sometimes we don't actually say that word. Social network that shall not be named. Uh, you can follow us. Uh, all the information that is uh, scrolling along the bottom of the screen. That's um, Aaron on Twitter at Aaron and Aaron Dicer, our mutual Twitter is Aaron and Danae. Mine is Danae Says. Uh, we also go live Mondays and Sundays. Uh, so make sure you're getting notifications because we do go live throughout the week at other times. It's been a little bit difficult for us the last couple of weeks, but that might change now that we're getting into the holiday season and have a little more time um, on our hands. Who knows? So make sure you click on your notifications to know when we go live. And thank you to our patron supporters. You guys are amazing we do this because we love it and you guys support because you love it too and that means so much to us we have silly little goals that we set like aaron wearing a new shirt and us playing D together which is our next little goal eight more people supporting at five dollars a month at patreon.com slash studio dna right there at the bottom of the screen um and we will be doing some form of a live slash recorded D extravaganza um you know, more on that to come 
Uh, I, you know, I understandably so. We talk about if you might want to be a new member of Team DNA, but let me just say there are 33 members of Team DNA, and each and every one of you is amazing. It's amazing. Thank you so much for throwing a couple bucks our month every, uh, um, yeah, I know what you said. Yeah, I, I know, whatever I, I meant to say, mean. you understand. Yeah. No, um, we, we really do appreciate you, so thank you for doing that. Uh, we will catch you on the next Monday or someday. We will see you then. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can also be a member of Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.